Welcome to another episode of Roaring Twenties, a podcast where we hang out, <laughs> spill the tea, and, I, oh. and chat about life all while being 20 in the 20s, honey. <laughs> my name is Nick. My pronouns are they, them. I'm freaking out because Trump has COVID and I'm like, not surprised. Um, <laughs> we'll get into it. <laughs> Today, I have an amazing friend of mine, someone who's truly thriving. I have Kelsey Martinez. Thank you so, so much for asking me to come on. This is so Look, exciting. I'm so excited to have you. Okay, first things first, what are your pronouns? Her, she. Her, she, work. <laughs> um, okay, so how are you? And how have you been during this quarantine age? It's like six past six months. It has been an interesting ride, I'm not going to lie. Um, definitely was depressed at the beginning. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> but I actually feel like it's turned for the better because I've really learned to be in my own company. I picked up on old hobbies that I used to do whenever I was a kid. Like, I'm really into riding my bike now, which I used to love. Yes. <laughs> so when you told me earlier you are riding your bike, I was like, I understand. <laughs> I'm yes I I feel you I I um I was like very depressed in the beginning and then I was like oh it was kind of like a roller coaster because it was kind of just like mm-hmm. it was, or like or a strange loop kind of because I was like uh okay I don't know what's going on and then I was like oh, okay I'm we're gonna beat this and then it was like uh mm-hmm. it was like that kind of thing and yes. then it kind of I learned like I'm okay with like being what is it okay with being alone i love my own company i love myself and same mm-hmm. thing with the hobbies the bike i didn't yes. realize like how like just how much steam i blew off just by like riding a bike or just like oh, how yes. free you can feel exactly exactly that's i always i thought i had a problem being alone right and that's was my first issue at first is that i've always been in other people's company i've always been in groups mm-hmm. of people always dancing so I never really had that time in my own space. Like I'd have a day or two, right? But even then I'd always have to go outside. I'd always have to do something. So this made me stay in my four walls. This made me like dig into those thoughts I never wanted to dig into. But I mean, it's turned so much better because now I'm like, who needs to talk to people? (laughs) Period. Oh my gosh. Literally, I was thinking that exact same thing. I was like, in my little cocoon here for this past month, I was like living alone. It was just my kitties. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I honestly could just like live on a farm somewhere right? <laughs> and be what? like so content. Um, but I have some like really dope roommates that just moved in. I'm really excited. Oh, that's really cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. I am with my family actually right now. And how is that? That's been? another thing. It's that was a little bit of a roller coaster too <laughs> because I mean we go from being in our college dorm rooms and like around college kids to then move back home and you have to live of course with the rules that the house is given right yeah. um but I mean I've never been a wild child anyway I've never like just gone out all hours of the night and so 
especially now that I'm just single and chilling, like, yeah. it's cool. Me and my family are, like, all best friends, and we just all crack on each other all the time. And whenever I need my own space, I just come into my room, I write my music, I do whatever I want to do. I'll sleep all day if I want to, and nobody bothers me. Period. <laughs> so, I love that. that that's that's it. it right there. It's kind of like being able to be a kid again. Like, that's the exactly. best thing. Like, this, like, one thing that I noticed is that when when like life took a pause it was me trying to be like okay like 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 let's let's get back to you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then once i realized that like before i like quote grew up this is how life used to be you know i used to like exactly. wake up and i would have like a routine but it was like me being creative as fuck and just mm-hmm. like doing whatever and I, and like to be able to like give myself the space to like be that again is exactly. like exactly oh so freeing exactly and that's a that's exactly a point that I hit that was like okay I have my area what can I do with my area you know like what Mm -hmm. can I what can I create out of here and it's just that I I started getting so much more creative I started remembering the exact same way that you just said it what was life before all this what was life before we had so much just technology in our hands right and like being able to have that mental break of even just going for a bike ride and just listening to music it's like it's almost a nostalgic feeling yeah (laughs) when we used to have a um the cd player and the headphones and you've had it literally so cool (laughs) i used to i used to um ride up and down the beach and i used to sing my heart out and i realized now i'm so thankful for that because i have this dope ass breath support but i just used to be screaming and i used to be like i know people can hear me but they'll only hear me for a second because i'd be like zoom you know exactly (laughs) exactly that was me as whenever i started riding my bike again i was like so quiet singing now i'm just like belting it out because they're only there for a second like who cares (laughs) right exactly (laughs) oh my goodness i love that okay what here's one quick little hot topic that i have to talk about so i like checked out of all social media i like force myself to only check it on my laptop now instead of my phone and -hmm. i give myself like the grace of like checking it or whatever so i didn't check twitter for a week and then i come back and i'm like oh okay, Nicki Minaj had a baby, dope. Next era is about to be fire. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, Trump and Melania have COVID. What Mm -hmm. is this? And I was like, at first I was like, duh. And then I was like, I I saw um, one drag queen I followed. She was like, girl, I smell stunts. And I was like, smell stunts too because i looked it up um someone posted on twitter it's like a, a historic thing called an october event where like a president like an incumbent president will like pull a stunt around october and mm-hmm. like just to like influence an election and so like everyone's talking about like if he if he like doesn't have covid that he's like gonna have covid and then like be cured and be like well if see if i can do it you can do it too and it's just like how great the health system is (laughs) and and like literally what happened in this past week exactly that and Mm -hmm. i was just like i quit like Uh like what do you you think of it like were you surprised (sighs) i mean i guess my first thought went karma um hello (laughs) it's not even karma it's truly just it's just like this is a consequence, really. It is. I mean, he waited till 100,000 people died to even put on a mask on television. Like, I, and then he was making fun of Biden in uh, the debate 
for wearing a mask. He's like, we could be in a room 600 feet long and this man would still be wearing a mask. But look who got COVID, right? Ex- apparently. Exactly. Apparently. Allegedly. Apparently. Allegedly, <laughs> because, right? Because they also... Oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, yeah. No, but um, like... I, I guess I saw that too. I saw that people were like, what if this is just a stunt for him to be like, see, it's not that bad. And that scared me too. Cause I actually got COVID and it was absolutely terrifying. That's yeah. right. I remember. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was terrifying. I am not, you know, I'm auto, uh, I'm immune deficient. And yes. then my whole entire family is also. So I did not come out this room for a month. <laughs> my oh mom my- came in fully geared like just to give me food and like I was terrified that he was gonna come out and say that which he kind of did he was like oh I'm doing well and it's only been like what a few days like um, a week at most and he had to that's the thing that's so wild is because it's like his doctor the one that is telling the public information he has to say whatever the president tells him to say. So he can say, oh, I'm fine. Meanwhile, he just got supplemental oxygen like less than 24 mm-hmm. hours ago. And he's like walking. It's just like wild. to. Th- it's just wild to think about. I, I'm just mm-hmm. like, Chill. this This man will pull. And now like he's like doing a quid, um, a squid pro quo with fucking um, the stimulus check and talking yeah. about, oh, like I, I'm not, I'm going to withhold resources. Um, until so, I'm elected. <laughs> exactly. And it's, ugh, I can't. I can't. It's, it's terrifying, honestly. Like, I did see something, um, I saw it on Twitter, a post of him, like, having trouble breathing and trying to act like he wasn't. Yeah. Um, but my first thought was, like, this man is just openly exposing people. Like, he had somebody take a picture of him while he was doing still presidential duties. Like, he had a photographer in the room. He's been around all these people. All these people have been around uh, tons of other people. And it's like, they know they're not feeling good. Um, it, like, can that not be charged as a crime? Like, I don't... That's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, it's so wild that, like, the system, like, legally... No, because it's technically they're a right to like not put on a mask because, mm-hmm. but it, but it's like, if we had a leader, like if we had any other leader, it would, it would literally be a mandate and then it would, it would be illegal, you know? And then, exactly. but it's just, he's, there's just no leadership. And it, it, it's so funny because it's like, there's so many things that need to be like looked at, like the wildfires and shit and like hurricanes and, and stimulus packages and healthcare and stuff. And he's just like doing nothing dying at all and then he he has like a defense for everything and his defense don't even line up and people know they don't line up and yet he still has followers like i don't i really don't barbie girl living in his own barbie world (laughs) he really is he's like oh no what do you mean yeah two hundred thousand people died i said it was you know it is what it is but like i didn't say that what what does he line up I can't. Ciao. I can't. Ciao. I can't. Ciao. Well, honestly, let's move on. Let's move yeah, on. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing um, about being 20 is having goals. And and I think what better way to set goals for ourselves than play a good old game of MASH. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So during this game, everyone's played MASH before, right? Hopefully. If you haven't, here are the rules. There are five categories. Um, MASH stands for mansion, apartment, shack, or house. Then you have kids, your partner, your job, and a car. So 
on uh, today, well, each of us will give two options. So you'll give two uh, two options for kids. I'll give two options for kids, and then we'll have a total of four um, in each category. Okay. So then I will do my little squiggly wheel and I will tell you to tell me when to stop and then I'll count the rings and whatever that number is. So say it's like five. We'll go in the order of all the categories and I'll count one, two, three, four, five. Cross off um, your uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as a partner and then count five, one, two, three, four, five. Um, cross off a hairdresser as a job. You know what I mean? And right. then do that until we have one answer for each so until we have one answer for kids one answer for partners etc etc i'm down so are you ready yes (laughs) (laughs) this is mash and i figured why not have some game show playing music you know and I, i i i really like this new jam. I've been, I've been, I've been fucking with it. Let's see. <laughs> so this is Lemon from um, Kelsey's EP, Love Is, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Okay, so we have M for Mansion, we have A for Apartment, S for Shack, and H for House. So if you have a mansion, look, you have money. If you have an apartment, at least you're around people. If you have a shack, at least you can sell shakes out of it. <laughs> and if you have a house, at least you're not in an apartment. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. So, exactly. For the first category, we have kids. Okay. So your first guess. Oh gosh. Or your I... your first your first number. My first number. Yeah. Three. Three. Okay. Reasonable. Above average, two point five. <laughs> you have one whole kid, a, a, a third kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, and for me, I will do eight because I like an octo mom. Oh my gosh. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so one more for you. Okay, um, I'm gonna put twins because I keep hearing okay. that a lot in my life, which I hope doesn't happen. Ooh. I'm too small. I'm too small for all that. Um, I don't know. I, I, can't, I see a twin for you. I see a twin. No, nope, I'm knocking on wood. I'm going to manifest that for you. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then let's do, let's do a Madonna, like a 12 situation, just in case. Maybe, my God. Maybe you were at a McDonald's and some woman dropped her kids off with you and, and you were in a church van and you were like, okay, well, this is my life now. So, oh my gosh. And that would happen to me. That's <laughs> that would happen to me. I'd feel so bad and be like, hey, okay, it is I what it is. I just wanted him to check it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. So next is partner. Okay, okay. I would choose Taylor Perez from the Kissing Booth 2. Okay, I haven't seen that, but oh, must he's must I? Mm. what's his last he... name? Perez. Perez. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Do I want to be nice? <laughs> okay. 
How about Nelly? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, at it's, this point, you'd be a little bit of a sugar daddy situation. Ah! And I, oh, it's because of the teeth. Your smile, with his smile, I see it. I see it. Okay, okay. I did uh -oh. I did rock with his band-aid back in the day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, give me give me one more option. Okay. Um oh man. Here's another one. I might go for Channing Tatum because I always had a crush on him. Tatum, <laughs> me who okay. did it. Who did it? I see that for you. <laughs> And I'm gonna go with a cardboard cutout of Justin Bieber. Yeah, why no. not? <laughs> Every teen girl's fantasy, right? Oh no, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, fine. I'll change the cardboard cutout, but you can, you can choose the person. Oh, I'd rather take the cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, yeah, you get the cardboard cutout, okay. but you get to choose who it is. Okay. You know what? Honestly, do you know who Mark Anthony is? Yeah, I'm married to Jennifer Lopez. Yes, honestly, he was okay. the reason I got into music. So let's put him down. Oh, Why okay. Not? Your little wild card there. All I right. know, right? <laughs> All right, your job. Okay. I'm gonna uh, start this one off. I'm gonna start this one off. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you theme park manager. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Just because I can see, I, I see a life for you where it's kind of Carol Baskin, but not like where you kill your husband, but it's like a theme park, but it's like you like have your own farm. You know what I mean? I just see that. I theme. mean, I might, I might kill a husband. You make the I don't music. Oh, hey, you they never know. Period. I mean, I'm, a, I'm mixed over here, so there's a lot of fire in my blood. I don't know. And what's your sign? What's your sign? Are you a fire sign? I am er, air, 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 what am I, Gemini? Gemini, ooh, I don't know. Get out of here. I know, all I know is that Gemini are, are like two, aren't they like two-sided or like two-faced? They like kind of no. two-sided them? No, I think people mistake it because they got, you know, we have two people, right? But it's yeah. actually more of that we're able to adapt to our environment. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But usually Geminis are pretty brutally honest. I see that for you. You are. You are not BSing anyone. I really don't. <laughs> I can't. I wish I could. Right. Same. All right. Hit me up with another job. Okay. Let's go with the obvious here. A singer. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to give you Zoo Hoop Scooper. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I nope. probably bomb it, <laughs> but it pays hella rack. Like, I bet. like, yeah, I bet. <laughs> so do trash men. Period. They get, they hello, get hello. They get Period. I don't blame them. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, mm -hmm. let's go. Let's go with a pilot. Why not? Okay. All right. And if you don't get that, you, you'll get a Honda Pilot. We'll start with the cars. That brings okay. us to cars. <laughs> okay. I'll go for it. Come on, Honda Pilot. Sturdy car. Right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Another car. My dream car is mm. a 69 Mustang. Why that one? It's just so beautiful. 
it just calls to my spirit, you know, an orange with a black stripe. I don't know okay. why, since I was a kid. I don't know. All right. Mm. Okay, let's see. Oh, orange is the new black fantasy. <laughs> All right. Let me give you... I'll give you a Tesla. How do you like that? Okay, a Tesla. Okay. Honestly, anyone. The one with the butterfly door is the SUV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I can dig. I mm-hmm. can dig. I just saw one for the first time uh, the other day, and it was it was quite interesting, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of scared are, me. They are something to behold. <laughs> they are. They really are. They're everywhere here in New York. I just, right. I just now started seeing them around here. Really? They made it down to Florida. There you go. <laughs> All right, okay. give me one more car. Um, a bike is a car. Let's go for a bike. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's go for a bike. Because honestly, if I lived in a place where I could just go, uh, I would. Like I an would. Italy type of moment where everything is. Oh. I love Italy. <laughs> My goodness. Get rid of the cars. Okay. All right, so we have kids, partner, job, cars. We have three, eight, two, 12 kids. We have Taylor Perez as a partner, Nelly. We have Channing Tatum. And we have a cardboard cutout of Mark Anthony. For yes. jobs, we have a theme park manager. We have a singer. We have a zoo pooper super watch. I just feel like it's calling your name. <laughs> and we have a pilot. And cars, we have a Honda pilot. We have a 69 month tag, a Tesla. And we have a good old. <laughs> so let's start the wheel of fortune all right three two one oh sorry you're gonna tell me when to stop in three okay. two one go oh my god and stop <laughs> okay well i'm gonna take this number and chop it in half because okay, I <laughs> okay so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. No, okay. We'll, we'll keep. We'll still. We'll see. Okay. 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 Starting off with mansion, we have oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No twins for you. Oh, thank God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Sorry, Nelly, I'm going to have to ask you to pack it up and take it to the house. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm so sorry, Mansion is just not in your future. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's okay. You can go to theme parks on your vacations. One, (laughs) two, three. Four, five, six, seven. No Honda Pilot, but it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. The bike is still up. It, it, we, we got the bike. That's what matters. That's what One, matters. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No triplets for you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Which means you're either having an Actomom moment. Oh no, never mind. Or 12 kids. <laughs> Let's keep it going. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
go ahead and kiss that 69 Mustang goodbye. Oh, no. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so you won't have 12 kids. Congratulations. Octomom. Congratulations. Okay, let's keep it going. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> Congratulations, you're our owner of a new bike. Yeah. I played the wrong one. <laughs> yes, so no Tesla for you, unfortunately. But you will be taking all eight of your children to soccer practice <laughs> on your bike. Let's find out where you're living. Are we going to find out? Let's go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, now I know what you're thinking. Was that the number seven? And... You're right, but to that I say, you can't win them all, and five and seven are like really close together, so I mean anyone could have made the mistake. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're not going to be a pilot. Oh. It's okay. It's okay. Because it's a 50-50 chance. Either you're a singer, or you're a zoo pooper scooper. Oh god. Both, both, both bring in such, such money. 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 <laughs> okay, let's keep it going. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Congratulations, you're making six figures a year. Hooping, scooping the poop. Yeah, get <laughs> <the> out <zoo>. of <laughs> Let's keep it going. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. At least you don't have to hear people having sex because you're not going to be living in an apartment. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Congratulations. You're the owner of a new shack. okay i like selling smoothies <laughs> <laughs> i do like a smoothie okay so it has come to this either you will marry taylor perez channing tatum or a cardboard cutout of mark anthony this is what matters <laughs> let's begin one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm sorry, TP is gotta go. That means it's between Channing Tatum and a cardboard cutout of Mark Anthony, which you'll have to explain the kid situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Are you ready for the results? I am. 
Congratulations. You live in a shack with eight beautiful children. Seven days, six days a week, um, pooping up scoop at the zoo. <laughs> Why can't I say that? <laughs> Scooping up poop at the zoo. You go to work on your bike. And when you come home, your hubby, Mark Anthony, <laughs> rubs your feet and tells you to get back out there. <laughs> oh no, oh no. <laughs> Congratulations. So, hopefully um, by the end of your 20s, you will be living in a shack with eight kids, um, scooping up poop at the zoo with your Dang. cardboard cutout, Mark Anthony, and your bike. I want to know, how do you feel about this? Are you excited about your future? Um, not at all. <laughs> and I, oh! Maybe the kids are like animal kids, you know? That would make sense if I have a cardboard cutout husband. I just, maybe use the cardboard cutout to, to like take family pictures so you could adopt more kids. Oh. And yeah, but maybe the kids help you at the zoo. And maybe you have a bike because you live in Italy, so there's no need for cars. In which case, you don't even know what a car is. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts that's facts honestly no <laughs> i just created the best eat pray love life for you and <laughs> you took a, a a messy situation and made it look 10 times better. <laughs> oh my gosh um well congratulations on you your new life and you can Thank think you. about that as we take a quick break Dear Diary, it's me, Mizan. I've really been loving this new podcast I found, Roaring Twenties, but there's no way for me to tell them. <sighs> I wish there was some way I could, I don't know, send them an email? Email. Hear ye, hear ye. Yes, it is she. <laughs> slash he, slash they, slash depending on the motherfucking day, okay? <laughs> It is I, the beautiful, the well-endowed, the magnificent and... And the loud. And I, oh, how dare you interrupt me? It is I, your fairy godmother, and I come bearing nudes. Nudes? I really hope they're Betty Whites. Uh, first of all, ew. Second of all, really? And third of all, I said news, child. Listen, I heard you talking to yourself in the cut over there about your, your, your little podcast and how you want to write in. And well, now they have an email where you can do just that, child. No way. Yes way! That's awesome. What is it? Something like, oh, I don't know, roaring20spod at gmail.com? No. That one was taken. But luckily so was Roaring Twenties Pod 2 through 10, so I present to you the new email of your favorite new podcast. Roaring Twenties Pod 1 at gmail.com. That's Roaring Twenties Pod 1 at gmail.com. Roaring Twenties Pod at gmail.com? No, child. Roaring Twenties Pod 1 at gmail.com. Oh, Roaring Twenties Pod 1 at gmail.com. Yes, child, that's it. Look, you can send anything you like into the pod, including future topics you want to discuss. Like booties, taxes, and how to budget money? Mm-hmm, and you can send Record of the Week suggestions, too. I've been listening to that Wendy's mixtape, We Beefin', and it's hot. Oh, you already know Fofofo is my jam. Whether you need advice from your 22-year-old black queer gender nonconformist friend who has lived, honey, or you just want to say hi, you can now email the show at what? 
roaring20spod1 at gmail.com. That's right. And Miss Thing might even read it on the pod if you like. So finish up your little Wendy Darling fantasy here and then send that email because uh, between you and me, Nick's been lonely as hell and could use an email or two, okay? <laughs> Ooh, mother, you are the shadiest umbrella at the beach. Ooh, and I practice what I preach, child. Who do you think sent an email earlier in the middle of that game with nothing but the number five in it? <laughs> now, I got to go. Wait, before you go, I have one more wish. Big boobs? Big boobs? What? Um, child. Anyway, anyway so. so. And we are back with Kelsey Martinez. Yes. So it's time to talk about your 20s. All right. <laughs> so here um, on Roaring 20s, I like to create a space where we could all be like, so I'm going through this. I don't even know. I don't even know what, what you got going on, what you got going on, you know? Yeah. So if you could describe your 20s in one word so far, what would it be? Roller coaster. <laughs> Ooh, I feel that. 23, right? You're 23. No. I'm 22. Oh, that's right. You, you are one year older than me. So you're 23. <laughs> so you're three years in the game, baby. Yes. <laughs> and it's a roller coaster. In what way? In, in every sense of the word? And is it like school, relationships, just kind of everything? Or is it like one thing that's kind of like taking the, the it, driver's seat? Uh, it's literally everything. Like it started out with health issues. Then I was, I mean... I was in that relationship for three and a half years. Which I know. Luckily, did not go too far into my twenties. Yeah, I'm. I I wanna. Can I talk to you about that? Because Absolutely. I I've talked about your past partner before, and I kind of know a little bit about it. But mm-hmm. I literally just like all of a sudden looked on social media one day, and I like saw this person no more, and I was like, huh? And I I was like curious and what what happened because I remember like you and this person were like this at one point you guys you all were living together yeah and like mm-hmm. it's okay so let me take it back a little bit I uh-huh. met him I was 18 and we had been dance partners at one point but he was also like he was really cocky but during that point in my life I was already struggling with depression anxiety I was extremely insecure and he kind of saw those things, also saw that I had these talents and decided that he could benefit, um, mm. which I did not know. Uh, I, benefit like only for him, for his gain? Yes, mm. only for his gain. I didn't find out until two years later um, that that was his original intention, was to use me for my talent. <laughs> and he openly really? admitted it to me. He did, yes. What? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I Whoa. I just always assumed I was the problem um, because we argued like every single night and he would blame the fact that I was just depressed from me being sick. Um, and for the folks to know, I have some type of autoimmune issue. They've marked it off as lupus and stuff like that. But I also have an autom- autonomic issue called dysautonomia. And so that has affected me a lot. Right. But stress makes it 10 times worse keep that in note. <laughs> and he stressed me out every single day. I could not have a, a conversation with this man 
at any point without it turning into debate because he loved to do that. He loved to make things 10 times more complicated. I joke about how, um, I joke about this a lot. I would ask him where he was going because he would just suddenly get dressed and go to head out the door. I'm like, oh, hey, where are you going? You know, an innocent question should be an innocent answer, right? But yeah. he'd be like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> not at all to him. It was, why do I need to tell you anything? Why are you always asking me where I'm going? What is, I'm just, I'm going out. I'm going out to the store. I'm going to the store. What else do you need to know? And it was like, I just, I just, what? I just asked you where you were going. Like, he never wanted me to come with him. And the funny thing is, the automatic thought is, is he cheating, right? Yeah. No. Nobody wants him. <laughs> Girl, he, and I, nobody wants him. Exactly. Like, like, that wasn't even the one. No, I was trying to do, um, period. Because, because truly, <laughs> nobody, he was just going to the to gas me. station. He was just going to the gas station. He literally just walk over to the gas station, get uh, blacks to smoke or wraps or a drink. He was, he drank every single night. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was it. But it had to become a situation. And he made me feel crazy for asking that question. And that I was, yeah overreacting from me being aggravated that he wouldn't just answer the question because i mean at that point anybody would be suspicious um exactly this only got worse as the relationship went through and i try to actually end it a few times but excuse my dog no your dog's like yeah you you better you better tell and you better tell and 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 another thing like (laughs) exactly exactly What, what what was the last straw for you what what was the turning point I so he had threatened me that if I didn't go to therapy and figured out how to stop being crazy basically that he was gonna leave me and um so I did and I was like we've been in this so long I'm not about to just period but (laughs) exactly and so I went um and Mm. it started out with me telling her what I was doing to make him react this way, right? But I never told her what made me react the way that then led him to react Mm -hmm. even further. And so one day I came home from work. I worked all day long, a full shift. I didn't get much sleep because he was loud the night before and just having fun, doing whatever. And we were in that new house we had just moved into, right? And I tell him, hey, I'm really not feeling good. I think I'm about to flare up, so I'm going to go to bed because I had another full day shift the next morning, right? I told him, just do me a favor, keep it down. He goes, okay, yeah, no problem, don't worry. You know, I'll give you, he, he tried to be sweet with me at the end, but the thing is I started seeing right through it. He was like, oh, you know, maybe I can give you a back rub tomorrow. I was like, sounds good. I go take a shower. I go to go to bed. Ain't and no maybe way- about it, nigga. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> I <don't-> okay. <sighs> Okay, this our the way the house was set up. Our the bedroom that we chose, which was the master bedroom, was connected to the porch in the backyard. And he decided, him, his little brother, and his friend, that they were gonna just bop music loud as can be as they smoked, as they played cards. <laughs> and I literally had just spoken to him, and I got so mad. I locked him out the room that night. I finally had it. I locked the door went to sleep as much as I could, being that it was so freaking loud. I tried to text him and tell him, can you please turn it down? Didn't even check his phone. Um, Next day I go to therapy and I was like, you know what? I'm telling her the full stories. Like I'm done like thinking maybe I'm not the problem. Like that's all it took me questioning it. 
Yeah. I was like, maybe I'm not the problem. And so I sit down and I tell her everything, every story I've ever told her, but the full story, not just what I did, how I reacted, I should say. Um, <laughs> my therapist is so funny. First off, that's my girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, can we just say therapy is the best thing? Everyone needs to be in therapy. Seriously. It is just like your doctor. It, it honestly, really is. Better help. Honestly, they have they have sliding scale. If you don't have a job, mm-hmm. therapy is that girl. Yes, exactly. And she looked at me and she goes, "Are you kidding me? You're telling me you sat here every session telling me what you did, and you didn't tell me what he did to make you react that way." Like, okay. She said, I want you to go home tonight. I want you to go talk to that man. And if he's not able to hold a civil conversation, because every single time I try to talk to him, he blow it back at me, gaslight me, and then start yelling. So she goes, the moment that he starts trying to gaslight you, manipulate you in any type of way or play victim, I want you to get up, grab a pillow, grab a blanket and go sleep in another room. And until he is ready to have that conversation, like as a real person, you stay away. And so I did. I love that. And, and, what, ha- and what was the result? <laughs> the result was I get up because it only took two seconds. He was already drunk. He was already as high as can be. Damn. Uh, yep. And I was like, well, when you want to have a real conversation, you let me know. And I did what she told me to do. He automatically went from coming at me, calling me all these names and trying to manipulate me to freaking out. Like, you ever seen a man turn into a child and start having a tantrum? That's exactly what started to happen. He was like, hold on a second. No, 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 no. Come back here right now. Blah, 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 blah. Like, he literally was flailing his arms and throwing, like, pillows at one point. Like, full-on tantrum. Like, and this man is older than me. He lied about his age. I don't know if I ever told you that, but he lied about his age. (laughs) This man is... Yes, this is, he has real problems, and I had no idea about any of this. Like I fell for all of it. And this whole time, uh, he's making he's making you think it's you. And mind you, roller coaster is the word because I you guys got together and broke up and got together and broke up. Oh my so goodness! So many times, so many times, and it was always my fault. You know, like it was well, ridiculous. And finally, I was like, he he laughed in my face. That's what it was. I told him something that he actually did to me. And then he tried to turn it around um, and switch it back on me that something that was really little didn't even make any sense, did not compare at all. And he laughed and got in the shower. So I looked at him. I said, oh, I'm a joke to you. Oh, you should have got the radio. Case, <laughs> exactly. I said, oh, I'm a joke to you. Okay, bed. Listen to this one. This is a real funny one. We're done. I grabbed my sub. I walked into the other room and my mom texts me. She goes, honey, don't you dare deal with that. Go make yourself some tea and be done with him for the night. And I was like, bet. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. He, he caused me a lot of problems afterwards. Like he came running out after me out of the shower. He was like, wait a second. What did you just say? What did you? I said, we're done. Done. Like, that's it. I'm done dealing with this. I'm not the issue. You are. And I made myself some tea. And I went to go to bed <laughs> and we never got back together. I grabbed, I had to run. I actually had to leave uh, Gainesville because of him. That's why really? I'm home. Yeah. He started making threats. He started calling my mom nonstop, trying to convince her to get me to call, get back with him saying that I seem unfazed. And he was like 
scary things started happening in the house and I feel like he was the reason behind him. Like I hear a phone vibrate in my room and I had the only thing in, in the whole room that could possibly vibrate. Whoa. Like I had my phone. I had no technology or anything. I just had the television and that was it. But he had two phones. <laughs> well, I'm okay. Wow. Okay. Well, this, I'm so glad that you are out of this relationship because this person is psychotic like they like they're telling you to get therapy they need to get therapy and it's it's so interesting how like behind all these pompous ass men are just like these scared little boys that just need a slap on the wrist and 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 some fucking discipline they probably never got and it's just so i'm so glad you're out of that and that it didn't soak up your 20s because so many people (laughs) have lives ruined because of partners like that exactly and I it was terrifying I mean it's it's taken me up until quarantine to really absorb what happened because I didn't realize there was different types of abuse happening in the relationship I didn't realize how manipulating gaslighted it made me really defensive like I just I didn't know how to take it everything just felt so on edge to me and I actually had to get to the point where we threatened him with the restraining order to get him to leave me alone because he was he was escalating like he threatened me over twitter he assumed that i <laughs> he assumed that i ripped this book of his called a wellness bible um but it was my brother <laughs> <laughs> i packed up all my stuff and my family had came down while he was gone at work and um i came back to the house grabbed everything that i could before he came back and that's whenever i had taken off but my brother was pissed He's like, he did what? He did all these things. Oh no. Like I literally had to hide at uh for a week. <laughs> because it got so bad. Um oh and- my freaking frack. Oh my goodness. Exactly. Oh uh, my- so- you uh, we're gonna get into this a little later when we talk about yes. your EP. But uh, you are when I think of you, I I just think of like resilient. And I just think of like how Every day, if I may, you get yeah. one step closer to reality. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. <laughs> which is which is Kelsey's um, handle. Everyone follow her. Okay. <laughs> so Thank what's you. something that your 20s taught you? I think it just taught me that... So far, you know, because we're yeah. still in it. We're still in it. But I think that just every day has a lesson to it. Every purpose, every person you cross has a purpose, um, and that we should just find that resilience in us to where we can just be happy. That to do something every day that's going to make us smile, even on those rough days, because we just we don't really know what's going to happen the day after, you know? Right. Ex- that's so scary. That's something that I like that I think about like every day, I kind of have like a survivor's guilt type of thing because I just think about like all the people that live through like the AIDS crisis and stuff and mm-hmm. how like they saw everyone dropping around them and how like they were like, well, why me and et cetera. It's right. just like one thing I'm learning is that like every day you have to like live for you and, and like generations before us were like, I have to put myself aside to like, survive and like support my family and we're so blessed to not have that burden you know Mm -hmm. and so that's such a gift um and that's what I'm learning so much just like every day is like such a blessing you know exactly Exactly. even the rainy ones even the rainy ones 
it's true it's yeah. really true and even in those like i've noticed within my rainy days like this past week was all over the place another roller coaster um into that adulting life right and mm-hmm. even even though i had moments that i had to release those emotions and kind of cry to kind of get that feeling off I was like, this is still so much better than I handled things even a year ago. A year ago, I would have had a mental breakdown and been like, the world is ending, you know? Like, and yeah. now here I am like, this is a sucky week, but it's not a sucky life. Like, I'm going to get through this and we'll figure it out, you know? Like, and it was like, I had a moment. I was like, that's, stop. Again, yes, girl. <laughs> I had that moment with you, girl. <laughs> It's so annoying. I can't with them. Oh my goodness. I, I love I love that though because I have that same thought too. You and I, we think the same. That's why I enjoy your company so much. Because yeah. because I like I think that way too. I'm like, the Nick that's that I am now, like would not be able to, to like it it kind of makes sense of all the like relationships and and things i went through before you right. know what i mean and sometimes mm-hmm. when i'm like i think about like oh i'm like really feeling down about this person or like how i or how i met this per- how i think i made this person feel or whatever and then i'm like well no i i learned this from that and i'm such a better person now you know right. and i think like so many people in their 20s get so like caught up in like this like the cycle of life that I think evolution sometimes becomes hard and I love that. I love hearing you recognize your evolution and, and, and like be like, yeah, I like a year ago, me, you and like each year of my life, I'm like gaining more resilience, you know, it, like the things right. that used to make me, I used to get so down about, like I see them now and I can kind of navigate them a little better. And right. so I love that. And I love being twenty. I'm lying. I hate being twenty. I I want. I just want to be thirty. Honestly, I just want to be on the other side of this. Which brings me to my last question: Where do you see yourself at the end of this decade of your life? Yeah, I. I really just see like okay. I've always pictured this woman, right? That I was going to be. That I always wanted to be because really, my twenties is a representation of what I was always as a kid, and that was that roller coaster life. It always was one, um, but there was this woman that was just set into her art, not insecure, and just doing what she loves. Like that's always been my purpose. Like money is nice, but the idea of money for me is like to get to hopefully one day provide for my family where they don't have to worry about wanting a little something you know what i mean um that i can give it to them if they want to take a class that they can do it um but that's that's my idea with money my sole purpose i just want to i just want to be happy i just wanted to be doing with what i love and hopefully just making some type of change like even the idea with my music the whole outcome i'd rather be somebody that made a giant hit that just kind of sits there and is lingering, just making money, it makes us all this income so that I can take that money and be able to provide for others. Like that's, that's where I want to be at the end of this whole decade <laughs> and at the end of my 20s, because I just want to, I don't know, I just really want to make an impact. And I know a lot of people say that, but I feel like I've always had that since I was a kid. Like, I decided I want to be a singer whenever I was nine years old. And I had already written like three songs. And even though they were like, thanksgiving themed (laughs) (laughs) like i wrote my first song and i was like 
this is it. <laughs> yes, th- I love that. I love that so much. And that's another thing we have in common. I, I, I have that feeling too. Like, I just want to make a change. My, I'm so blessed because my grandmother always told me that I was anointed, you know? And growing up, like, it's so funny because you're just like, I don't know what that means, but I hear it all the time. And then, like, once you kind of, like, sit back and look at your life so far, you're like, I, the, where I am right now, ooh. <laughs> I exactly. mu- I must be I must I must have something to do. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? And uh I just I love that. <laughs> exactly. Like <sighs> I I've noticed and I've also been told a lot the more that I step into myself um that whenever I speak or whenever I like try to help somebody that it really resonates with them. I've had people like come up to me and tell me how we first met was me helping them. And I have no idea what they're talking about. I have to be honest, but it's like it, to me, that's almost like a, a stamp of um, like, you're right in the feeling that you have, like you're here for something. You're here to make some sort of impact. And that these things that I've gone through, like whether it's health, whether it's relationships, whether it's mental body image, whatever it may be, like, all this kind of has brought up to this moment where the words that I sing and the way that I sing or the words that I speak to people like resonate and that they can almost find an outing through my outing, <laughs> like what I release through that they find a connection with that. And so as long as I'm doing something like that, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy. Hello. I love that. Happy. Uh, I love that. And I also love that you said stepping into yourself because I do think like at the end of this decade, I want to be all the way in myself. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Love that. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into that EP, baby. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Right after this. And we are back with Kelsey. So we are in the last segment. This segment, I love music. Music is the DNA of my soul. And so I like to give my listeners um, some music to listen to throughout the week. It's usually something I'm feeling. And this week, we got your EP, Love Is. (laughs) Dot, 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 dot. (laughs) And 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 we'll talk about the dot, dot, dot in a second. I want to know, how did this album come to be and what is it about? So funny, funny story. Um, I was in that tiny little apartment with that guy that I told you guys about. Mm -hmm. And I was scrolling on Facebook and I saw that there's this idea in life you come across three loves. And I know it came from a specific Asian culture. I can't remember specifically which one. Um, And I was reading it and it was like first love, like high school love, you know, like the, the stamp of the beginning of what your relationship should be or whatever, right? Um, but it doesn't last. And then it says second love, toxic and blah, blah, blah. Uh, most lessons learned. And then third love is supposed to be your finalized love. It comes out of nowhere. And I'm in my second love at that point. And I was like, no, this isn't right. <laughs> I was like, this isn't right. But it, it clicked something in my mind. I was like, love, that'd be interesting. Like to to play on that you know the idea of writing songs based off of but at that time I only had two loves so it was like hmm, you know I kind of put it to the back of my head but then after I left that guy I met a new guy that very much represented that third love and in that time I mean it didn't work out (laughs) in that time it was what I needed to see how somebody's supposed to treat me right 
and that three love idea really clicked and it stuck with me and at that point I had to be honest like I had given up the idea of music because of my second love like he really made me feel like I didn't have enough to make it anywhere he told me the one thing he always told me was there's there's always going to be somebody better and younger that can do it twice twice as twice as good than you okay but no one does it the way you do it and that's what makes you and that's that's what brings in the money honey mm -hmm, and that's what's gonna be the legacy so, exactly period he just wanted me to stay where he was at he couldn't get to where he wanted to be in life and honestly to this day i don't really know what he what he's accomplished where he's been or anything because he fabricated so much but mm. i think that's that was his sole purpose was to have me always there enough to where it kind of gives him credit to where he needs to be like give him connections give him new people to talk to whatever it may be mm -hmm. um is it is it safe to say that he, that he influenced this album or sorry this EP? He definitely influenced a certain section of it, mm -hmm. but I think the third love actually influenced the album to come into a complete circle. Really? Because yeah, funny enough, like I say that Lemon is the third love song, but actually, Damn Shame and Lemon is <laughs> the third I, love. Song. I do like Damn Shame. Oh my god. Yeah okay and i yeah so. <laughs> so why why the ellipses so each each song on the ep except for lemon is like god dot 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 you know and yes. i thought that was curious it's so it's almost like the idea of a continuation right i'm still trying to figure out what this means i'm still trying to figure out who is the person i'm gonna end up with Mm -hmm. um and so that's kind of where the dots came into play that it's like love is like i'm still trying to figure it out um the lemon dot 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 was actually a mistake <laughs> oh supposed to be there but <laughs> it's okay every every, yeah. every song on the ep has a dot 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 and so <laughs> exactly so just put it there in your mind <laughs> but, um yes so it's that's okay. it's supposed to be a continuation <laughs> it's it's a little uh it's a little um a little first a little first project, little uh, Easter egg type of thing. Exactly. And actually, <laughs> funny you said that. All my songs have little Easter eggs of a different song I've made. Really? Yes. <laughs> I picked up on that. I actually picked up on that. Okay. Okay. So I really love, I love your music because it, it sounds like you. And what I mean by that is it has this very like easy groove feel and and I, I picture myself like on a drive alone on a sunny day with the windows down, just like listening to it, you know. I, yes. I'm um a country bunkin, so I just picture <laughs> like taking my grandfather's um truck and just like riding out to the field and just like listening to that on the way. Yes. Oh my gosh. I miss Georgia so much. <laughs> and and um but I also can see, like, in my New York life, like, something, it would be when I listen, um, when I first wake up, and I'm, like, with my uh, cats in bed, just, like, cuddling, and I, like, open the blinds, and yes. that's what I love so much about your music, and I love that I can hear you in it, you know, because not just literally, but, like, <laughs> but, like, with the tonality and, and, and the music, what, what was it like creating this? body of work you know because it's not a single you've had singles out before right. did you collaborate with someone was this like okay this, i'm gonna taylor swift this shit like what 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 was it what was it like it's it's interesting you say it because um i 
actually was born up in Massachusetts. I don't know if you knew that, but I was I born up not. in Massachusetts. Yeah. And my, my dad and my mom are from up north too. We moved here whenever I was a kid um, into Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And so I've had the best of both worlds. And, but my huge influences um, and a lot of my music are Biggie Smalls, Lauren Hill, and Alicia Keys. So with these songs, I wrote them all. Um, I didn't get any help but with each song, I almost had a certain idea in mind, if that makes sense, uh, of something that's influenced me at one point, but then also telling my story. Like the one thing I love about Lauren Hill is that she's such a poetic singer that when she sings, like, yeah, you're vibing, but also you're thinking at the same time, like what all her lyrics mean. You're hearing, you're almost going in that journey with her. Like she doesn't even need a music video. You see that, <laughs> that setting in your head. You exactly. Know? And then with Biggie Smalls the one thing I love about him is the way that his tone is the way that he rhymes it has its own beat within itself and so a lot of what I've grown into as an artist I really wanted to make into this project and so a lot of this was me in my room putting down a beat some of this was harder than others like when it comes to that second love I did not want to write those songs it took my whole energy and it would knock me out for the rest of the day because really yeah i just i didn't want to acknowledge him for so long and at one point i had no choice but to because a lot of why that third love didn't work out is because some of those kind of entered into the relationship the the things that that had happened to me it kind of made me triggered and i didn't know there was such thing as ptsd from domestic abuse relationship and nobody told me about them. They didn't tell me there were such things as triggers. And all it took was maybe a little white lie that made me like spark into that mindset again. Like I was there all over again. Um, and so to write songs like Sociopath and God. Um, oh, I love uh, God. is such a conversation. I felt like it was a conversation. Yes. And that's yes. exactly what I wanted it to be. I wanted to have that Lauren Hill moment where I take you into my mind where I was and bring you through my journey of how I I even got possible to where I'm at right now, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was, some of it was dark. Some of it was playful. Uh, Damn shame was after the conversation of somebody wanting to be with you for so long, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. And then all it takes is that one moment where they're like, oh, but I don't know. Like, and it's like, homie, you literally said you You've been you've been chasing me for like three years now, and now you got your chance and and you're older than me and you, you still you don't you don't even know how what it means to love somebody like that's what do you mean uh-huh. <laughs> and so like damn shame it was like kind of it, it came off of that and it was just so playful like I there's little things that I think as a dancer have come into my music where I just want to create this picture and the way that I write is almost like choreography, which is interesting because yes. I don't like making choreography. So, <laughs> so for the listeners, Kelsey and I met each other um, actually at a musical, but you, part of a dance program, basically. Yes. So it's interesting because I, it's not that I always, I guess I kind of always saw you as a dancer, um, and so when I first when I first saw you making music, I thought I immediately thought dancer who makes music on side because that's just what I what I thought. But I mean, honestly, you've got you've got it all, kid. You've got it all. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I actually started out singing first, 
and really? dancing yeah it it always was one and one with each other like it's so soon after each other right. um that i started but i guess i don't know it's so hard like when somebody tells me to choose between the two i'm like i mean i don't know right i because <laughs> i'm just i am both of them you know right they both they both are me and that that's like what I'm kind of struggling with because they haven't had ballet in a while. And I, I need the stability. I need the stability of ballet. Oh my goodness. I love ballet. I understand that. But, <laughs> but music is like, I, I'm going to keep saying it. It's the DNA to my fucking soul. I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes I don't know how to feel and I have to listen to music to tell me, to tell myself, you know, um, get in touch with my emotions because it's just yeah. like, Oh, um, What's exactly. one thing you want people to get from this this uh, EP? I want people to get that love is, think of it as an extra, right? Um, that the idea of a fairy tale isn't true. Love is hard, but it's not supposed to be painful. It's not supposed to make you want to wring somebody's neck out or even wring out your own. Like, it should be something that's just beneficial at the end of the day that kind of just adds to whatever you're experiencing. And I want them to take from my album, hopefully come out better, I guess, if uh, as you could say, like they hear this, they put it as their own situation, like certain songs, like if you're relating to, to the song in the moment, like this is your current situation, maybe it's time to like get out of that situation. Like, I just, I wish somebody would have sat me down and it took somebody finally being honest with me, seeing it from the outside, because, you know, to you guys, I could just be like, yeah, yeah, we broke up again, or I don't know what's going right. on. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't give detail. And it wasn't until I allowed, uh, I might give Amy a shout out here because yeah. <laughs> she deserves it. Um, if it wasn't for me starting to be more honest with Amy uh, and her sitting me down and giving me her perspective. I don't know if I would have left. I don't know if I would have started questioning it because I needed that confirmation wow. that it wasn't in my head. Um, and so that's what I want people to take from this is that if they're relating to this right now, to please like save yourself early before you get a kid, before you end up married, before you know you end up in a, a harmful situation. Like I don't want anybody else to feel like their life is in danger. Like I felt mine was at one point. Um, it's just those things aren't worth it. Your mental is so much more important. Your health is so much more important. And as fun as these songs were to make and as fun as it is to see everybody's reaction, I can't lie. I'm a little, it scares me sometimes. What, um, what, well, please take me into the next question. Come on, transition. Yes. What, uh, what has been the reaction? <sighs> My goodness. I mean, I've had people tell me they cry when they hear it, um, especially God. Um, mm. Sorry. Sorry and God have been some of the more emotional points for people. Really? Yeah, that they can relate to it on all levels. They can, they're, they've been in that situation or that they are in it now. Um, and I almost, I don't know how to react. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I hope you're out of it. Please get out of it. <laughs> right? It's, it's interesting because now you have the whole role as an artist, right? Where you're like, exactly. you, you want to, and I, I love this because you're even helping me because I, all I really wanted to do is like release music and like make music and I'm like getting in touch with that again. Yeah. And, and so to see you put this out and to like hear it and to like envision it and to like hear you having these conversations and these thoughts and talking to yourself, but also like 
it's not even like talking to yourself so much as you're like talking to the person trying to get them to like look at their life through your lens and see and be like this is what happened to me I don't want it to happen to you and if it has there's time to turn it around you know and that's what I love and I can't wait to see what else you do because I have so many things planned really (laughs) I've already started working really can you can you tell me a little bit about where your head's at right now I can't so I actually am just finishing up this uh song I'm gonna release it as a single because now that I'm starting to gain more of an audience I really want to keep people engaged and also hearing what I have to offer because I think uh, where a lot of artists go wrong is that they assume that because they're putting their art out there they deserve an audience but you got to earn that just like you are in a position in a job and so I want people to start hearing what I have to offer. I want people to start connecting. Um, So my next one is actually going to be more playful. The next set that I'm going for is going to be dancer friendly. Like I want to get in there. Yes. I want to get in there. I want to try different genres. That's going to be my whole next uh, album is that literally anybody can pick a song that they like because it's their type of genre that they listen to. Like I'm such a diverse, I've always grown up in a diverse environment of music. Why shouldn't I? you know, kind of practice on that. And also challenging myself as an artist to step out of my comfort zone of R&B, pop, hip hop, you know, and trying something new. So the beats I have on my list are going to be so, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But coming this next month even Mm -hmm. might be something, might be a single. Y'all, y'all follow. Oh yes, please give me the handle. So you can follow me on Instagram at One Step Closer to Reality, or you could just search Kelsey Martinez. Isn't, it shows there, up. Under, isn't there an underscore? Oh, sorry. One Step Closer underscore to Reality. There you go. <laughs> there <laughs> or you, go. you can search. Or you could just search Kelsey Martinez. And that's also on Facebook as well. I have a music page um, for same thing, Kelsey Martinez. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can. Kelsey, capital A-M. It's just a, the Twitter handle. I think that is it that's it and then you can find me on all platforms music wise spotify apple google uh what's it called i mean literally if you think of it it's on there and you search it it will pop up all my songs that i've released to date period <laughs> y'all listening to a artist get with it <laughs> this week um Record of the week is Love Is by Kelsey Martinez. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. It's been such an honor to be on here. Just so we know, we do support Black Lives Matter. We are allies to all LGBTQ community. Plus, all right. So just keep that in mind when you follow me because I do like to speak my mind and support everybody. Thank you. If you want to follow me and the pod, you can follow me at 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 it's nick i guess and you can follow the podcast at roaring 20s pod thank you so much for listening to this episode and thank you for joining me kelsey thank you so much for listening to this episode of roaring 20s if you like what you hear and you want to hear more please leave me a review on apple Podcasts. i'm also on pod chaser and she's got a website honey so check it out the link is down below Drink water, wash your hands, and I will catch y'all in the next one. Bye.
Roaring Twenties is a podcast that is recorded, edited, and mixed by yours truly. The music at the beginning and end of every episode is created by Elijah Lyons, and the cover art was created by Chris McLean.